The following movie is rated R. Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's guests are Aaron Fields and Jose Escarcia. You might recognize them from my other episodes. Tonight, we're going to talk about stunts and stuntmen. First, we're going to start with just talking about what our favorite action sequence are or stunt fight scenes that we've seen in movies. So I'll start it off with Aaron. What is your favorite stunt scene in a film? A fantastic question. There's oh so many. Um, <laughs> I know. Truly, I think um, one of my favorite stunt sequences, just because of how ridiculous it is, um, and if you haven't seen it, highly recommend, the best car chase of all time is in Blues Brothers. And there's pretty much a 50 plus police car pileup where it's just police cars flying off the freeway and landing in a small defilade and crashing into each other. And it is, ooh, ooh, baby, something, <laughs> something to behold. <laughs> all, I, all I hear is like hella money just, you know, hitting a wall. Oh yeah, no, every second. <laughs> I know cop cars aren't cheap. So I'm like, ooh. No, it's amazing. They have a semi go by and one of the cop cars flies off a ramp into the side of the semi and the semi drives away with it. Um, it's it's a time. That's that's very interesting for me because like it, it's funny. I'm the type of person that loves asking those kind of questions to people like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And then when they ask me, I'm like, shit, I don't know what to say. I know, me too. I like black out. For you, I've been watching a lot of like Chinese cinema lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically a lot of John Woo films. So I was watching like The Killer and Hard Boiled and all his other stuff, even Mission Impossible too. I was just like on a high of yeah. John Woo films. Um, and one of my favorite ones from that from his co- uh, collection of films that he made is probably Hard Boiled. Uh, he has a, a shootout that's like a oneer that they uh, that they executed. And I I love it so much. Uh, the stunt work is amazing and uh, once you find out a little bit of the behind the scenes of how they executed that scene that's like you find a even bigger appreciation for the for the for the whole scene itself yeah um so right now i'll just i'll stick with some john woo you know you can never go wrong with john woo besides fighting when else would you need a stunt coordinator if you watch i i and everyone has been to movies and theaters some long time ago um, but if you sit through to the credits, you'll be surprised how many movies have stunt coordinators, even if you think there's zero stunts at all in them, even just uh, sit down dramas will have stunt coordinators, whether it be something um, driving related or if you have a sequence. Also, something to consider is you get a lot of um, uh, auteur films where camera is a huge part of it and cameras moving at a speed in relation to the actors where it becomes uh, more dangerous for the actors to interact with the camera. So yeah. um, having someone there just really a stunt coordinator's job is to make sure everyone's safe. Mm -hmm. Um, So having someone there that's an extra eyes on safety specifically regarding what the actors are doing, Mm -hmm. um, it gives, for example, like the AD more time to focus on safety for the rest of the set and like that kind of thing. So um, really, if you can have a stunt coordinator on set for anything physical that your actors are doing, Mm -hmm. uh, if you have the money for it, do it. If you don't have the money for it, uh, you can check out my Instagram and Jose's Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, we, we dabble the in training. Uh, beat up a little bit here and there. Let's say I like want to become a stunt coordinator. Would I have to like be in good shape? How do you train for that? Well, for me, just out of my experience, I'm not a stunt coordinator. I'm not a stunt person. But, you know, whenever Aaron had an idea, I would always be very open to it. Yeah. And I feel like you do need to have a deg- uh, some sort of uh, athleticism in you or you know you have to have gas in the tank and uh, willing to 
endure a little bit of a injury, I guess. Yeah. A couple times that I did stuff for uh, Aaron specifically, you know, <laughs> um, we we did we we usually would plan it the day of and execute yeah. it the, like an hour later. And for the most part, it is a little physically demanding. So you do have to be in shape in a way, mm-hmm. but it's not like you have to be Mr. Joe six pack or something like that. It's just right. like, you know, it's just going to be like a, like a, like a taxing feeling to your body. But um, mm-hmm. as long as you, you kind of understand the beats and how to sell a hit mm-hmm. for the most part, for the little that I've done, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty manageable. And even right now, after having the pandemic weight on me, I feel like I could still, <laughs> I feel like I, I could still like hold it up. Uh, Jose is 100% right. And, you know, there's obviously a certain amount of athleticism that comes to it. But um, a lot of people think like, oh, you got to be like buff or you got to be like super in shape and like that kind of thing. And, or you have to be like some Olympiad or like pro martial artist or stuff like that. But truthfully, um, conditioning is some of the most important part. You, The job of a stunt person usually means that you are coming in to do a one small thing mm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And having the resilience and just making sure that you know, I, I think the most important thing for a stunt person is having very, knowing themselves very well and knowing what their limits are and knowing when they can keep going and not. Because the thing about stunts that's different than everything else is you can really mess up your the rest of your career just with one day of work. And it's not even in the ways that you think like, oh, if you crash a car that you're doing a stunt in, or if you don't, yeah. your parachute does it. It's nothing like that. It's like, you might just pull a muscle if you didn't stretch. Oh my God. Um, so just like honestly being being knowing what you need to do to make your body ready to do whatever needs to get done mm-hmm. um is is pretty much it and there's stunt they if you're a stunt coordinator a lot of times we i've worked with stunt coordinators before who yeah. aren't necessarily in shape um they've they've even like like some would describe it as like oh they let themselves go but to they be honest really i've experience. seen that like yeah. i i've worked with a stunt coordinator where i'm like this is the stunt coordinator like i was no, shocked for sure. And then it was actually on Amityville Terror when I was in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was teaching us how to like basically play dead, like gracefully mm-hmm. and not hurt ourselves because I was like getting exactly. stabbed in the throat. So that was like the stunt, you know, like practice getting stabbed in the throat and falling without hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, it was, I was like, okay, like he, I mean, he knew what he was doing. So I was like, okay, obviously being in shape didn't really seem to affect it. But then when I had a stunt coordinator for um, years of faith for this like, fight the ending of the fight scene oh, he, was um, I remember that he was cut like he had like an eight pack yeah. and i was like holy shit this is a switch up from what i'm used to yeah no it's they come in all shapes and sizes and especially <laughs> stunt men stunt men really do come stunt men and women like obviously like most of the work comes in like uh like the big jobs are like superhero stuff so you gotta look yes. a certain way you gotta fit into the spandex etc but like you see if you ever see um a, a bigger dude taking a fall in a movie which hollywood loves to laugh at larger people falling downstairs someone has to do it and it's not always someone just padded up uh a lot of times you'll get a dude who's bigger but they're that doesn't mean they aren't in shape or anything and like you see like shows like uh like dance moms or stuff and yeah. half the dance instructors they're not dancing but they can teach just fine right you know what i mean right. yeah so, yeah yeah that's that's a very good point that's yeah, I had a I had a, a stunt coordinator for for one of my short films, Guard, and it was mm-hmm. like this like, you know, I love Tony, and uh, he was really easy to work with, but he, he was just like this dad bod guy, <laughs> short, stubby looking guy, but he when you check his IMDb and he has like the experience, like he worked on like Batman, the Schumacher Batman's, but Batman Damn. nonetheless, and uh, he did a couple of things for other places, and I was just like, yeah, you would never guess um, that this guy would 
would be a stunt coordinator but you know yeah it just happens and he was he was giving us great notes and he was helping us sell hits and he has the knowledge to to tell us how to how to minimizing the 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 impact on on stuff because you know there were there was moments where like we couldn't really sell the punch on like mm-hmm. a body. So mm-hmm. he would tell us, he was like, oh no, like, just punch him in the gut, you know? And like the way to, and he would teach us the way to sell it. Like if we wanted like a body shot to make it look like it would hurt, but at the same time, not actually hurting the, right. the actors. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that's, that's a, that's a skill that takes some time and it, a lot of experience in order to be uh, confident enough to give it. I know. I mean? And I, I honestly, like, I'm like, how do they, like, obviously they have to like practice that too, right? Before they're mm. out there giving the advice to actors. So I'm like, are you just like yeah, practicing in the bathroom, like making the <laughs> face ex- facial expressions and the punch and like, oh, <laughs> you get a script. Mm. Or I guess we'll start from the beginning. You get a script. How do you analyze the script as a stunt coordinator? Well, um, the, the one of the most important things about being a stunt coordinator is uh, a lot of people like to be like, oh, send me the sides for like the scene, like the action sequence you're doing. You have to read the whole script. Read the whole right. script, understand what, what the crux, why, why are people fighting? Why is there this action sequence? Why is there this moment so you can fully understand it? That's so important. And it's mm-hmm. overlooked by a lot of people who just want to do fight scenes. I did that a lot. I just wanted mm-hmm. to do fight scenes. Right. Um, and we still do that sometimes more for demo stuff. Um, but uh, meanwhile, like pretty much when you get a script and you're looking through stuff and you're trying to figure out what you do, you're figuring out, okay, who do we have? What do they already know? what do we feel like are they capable in their current abilities of doing uh are we going to need someone else to do this for them etc because going back to what jose was saying about when we were working with tony tony was telling our guys on jose's box movie just hit the dude in the gut you're wearing gloves <laughs> hit the dude in the gut like yeah. don't hurt him but like he knew their limits he knew what right. our lead actors limits were he mm-hmm. understood what they were comfortable with mm-hmm. and also they were comfortable to the point where one of our lead actors said just deck me in the job bro take me down and we had to wean him off we had to go brother that's a bad idea (laughs) but yeah no uh really to to answer it very straightforward when you get a script the -hmm. first thing that i'm immediately looking at is like red flags for safety and understanding i want to know who our actors are i want to know what their experience is and an actor can put on their backstage or their actor's access, like, I have martial arts skills. And the right. last time they did martial arts was they were a green belt in karate when they were seven. They're like, yeah, exactly. So, and you, probably, like, well, you probably just called out so many yeah. fucking people. Yeah, guys, take martial arts. I don't I don't care if, if you were a green belt when you were seven. You're, you're just going to embarrass yourself when you tell me later. Leave on juggling, sure, or skateboarding. Take martial arts off your <laughs> fucking actor's access page. I don't believe you. One uh, thing that I I think uh, that I want Aaron to kind of like touch because yeah. it's something that I admire um, that Aaron's really good at. I can never do it, um, and maybe it's his experience. Because what what are you? Again? You're a third degree black belt, fourth um, degree, tenth degree, Korean. whatever. Jeez, would you say <laughs> would you say that has helped you? Like you know, be better at your job. Like having he's one of the best. Belt? He's one of the best fallers I've ever seen. Like this guy oh, can fall okay. and what fucking is, just land what do you mean on. By fall? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, like this guy, you'll throw this guy off some stairs and he'll fucking do it. And then like, if he didn't get it the way you wanted, he's like, oh shit, I gotta do that again. I'm like, dude, how are you not limping away right now? I've had we, we, me and Aaron have practiced some shit so many times to the point where I think of him like I wouldn't be able to get up after the fourth time. And this guy's like, oh shit, fuck that up, gotta do it again. And I'm like, I, how? I think dude, that's you all. Just did like a somersault onto your spine. I think that's it's it's 
learning how to fall is like the most fundamental stunt skill because when you are playing when you when you're getting started in stunts you're going to be playing extras in the background that are either falling or getting killed or getting knocked out or etc if you're if you're a fighter there's there's obviously there's there's like horseback riding there's car driving there's planes there's helicopters all this shit but if you're a fighter which is what i think more what jose and i are Are. into um you you're gonna fall and learning how to fall is the most important thing um, I did Taekwondo for like 10 years and I used to teach a bunch, which involves me working with children all the time. Right. Um, and when I'm working with children and I'm teaching them how to throw someone, they're <laughs> not going to be able to throw me, but right. I can make it, make them really confident and take a big spill and tumble right. out of a throw. And we'll do demo team and stuff. And it's essentially you doing self-defense moves and showing it off. And you want to sell that the person who flipped you over onto your back really flipped you over onto your back even though you're helping them out a bit so I think mostly the reason why I'm I'm better at falling is because I let four-year-old children flip me over their backs for what six years when I was (laughs) (laughs) how um, is the proper way to fall on your back like if you were going to teach like right now if you were going to teach me like I'm supposed to fall in in this mm -hmm. scene how would you tell uh find the meaty parts of your body so it starts off with your butt uh, mm-hmm. You want to roll back. You essentially you treat your body like there's a route that you want to take up your body, and you are rolling onto the floor. You're not slamming down. There are ways to slam flat, and it'll work out a lot better. But typically, if I'm taking a fall backwards, I'm trying to land with one leg, roll from one side of my hip over to the other side, tuck mm-hmm. my chin, and hope for the best. A, a big part <laughs> of it is scouting. You you have to do a, a technical scout. So like you got to survey the area. What are you falling on? Um, can you pad something? Can you hide pads, et cetera? Can you get pads on your actor? Pretty mm-hmm. much all the time, if you can get pads on the actor, they're going to put pads on them. Um, so that's pretty common to wear pads. 100%. 100%. And you'll see it a lot. Um, I think it's about spreading the impact. As yes, much as exactly. You want to disperse the impact. You don't want to land on any hard points like elbows or yeah. like directly on your tailbone. You want to find the fatty parts of your body. If you got a thick ass, get ready for stunts. Um, <laughs> like roll into it. I you would know? be the worst stunt coordinator. I'm way too bony for all of this shit. <laughs> you, here's the thing is like, uh, there are people who I've seen take some spills that I in 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 movies where you're like, holy shit, they're fucked up. And sometimes they're fucked up. Like, especially in yeah. older like Chinese films, they would toss people off of balconies and that would pay that person's rent for a couple months. And oh my God. So they would do it. And that was all they did. They weren't even, some of them weren't even stuntmen. They would just do it to get the paycheck, right? Um, yeah. But then even now, uh, you can watch a movie. You can see a whole, really rough fall. And it'll look amazing because the whole, the sound, the cinematography, everything is made to look, make it look good. You go frame by frame, you can usually see how they fell and you go, oh, okay, that didn't hurt that bad. Right. It still hurts. Oh, but maybe not that bad. <laughs> I, I remember like um, hearing about when they shot the exorcist, the, they were doing, you know, it was also like a stunt. Yeah. They were like having her be possessed by mm-hmm. freaking demon or whatever. And she's like getting thrown around the wall. And like, I guess she was like, she's like on like a you know those oh yeah strings. it was yep. it was the mother the she, mother she got, flung, she got flung towards the window and yeah. she i think she like broke, broke her like back something, or something something on her back yeah and they kept the scene where she actually did they kept it in the movie back, and that's the take so when you see her legit in pain like ah like that it's like no she she was really hurt right there and they kept it in the yeah. movie which is a little yeah. fucked up but I heard that uh, Friedkin actually did a lot of. I'd want it in the movie if, if that happened to me. I I I, like, I, I broke I, my back for that fucking no, scene. Seriously, I learned this from someone else. But if my if I have an actor that I'm working with that gets hurt doing a stunt, we use that take. We, they deserve it. 
<laughs> you got I it. love that. That's awesome. No, and also like in um the movie Now You See Me, it's like the mm-hmm. magician movie. Yeah. With Isla Fisher, you know the part where she, I don't know if it's in the first one or the second one. Oh, in the tank. That, yeah, the water yeah. tank where she, it was, it was um you know supposed to be a trick where like she's like struggling to get out, but then they actually couldn't get her out of the water, and she was like actually suffocating, like literally about to drown, and then mm-hmm. they were able to get her out. But I'm like uh that's fucking terrifying (laughs) like because you know you're like oh i'm 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 in good hands and then like everyone thinks you're just acting and they're like haha her performance is so real it's it's a wild responsibility being a stunt coordinator because that really it does come back on you and it comes back on a lot of other other people too like you like obviously um there's many a stunt story of things going wrong like uh on the walking dead there was an actor who took who took a big drop and a, and a railing or a pad was not where it was supposed to be and he passed away um, oh. uh, from the fall and lawsuits didn't just go to stunt coordinator. It's not just on one person. There are producers there, there are assistant directors there, there's UPMs, a bunch yeah. of people who could have said no. Um, and as a stunt coordinator, it's really cool when you get an actor that's really gung-ho and they wanna do their own stunts and they wanna do this and that. Yeah. Um, and like we've had, like I said, when we were doing Jose's boxing movie, we had a bunch of guys that were like, throw me down, punch me in the face, do whatever you want. Um, but it's really important to know what your actors can actually do and what your actors are saying, yes, I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So it's spooky sometimes. Do you have sometimes to like, cool. do you wait until you're on set? I mean, well, I'm assuming you would have, you would have to rehearse the like stunt anyway. So yeah. I guess before, you know, you shoot the scene, like when, at what point do you decide like, okay, I'm going to do the stunt for you. Cause like, you just can't do it as the actor or like, like, yeah, like, do you decide that? Or do does the director decide, like, okay, you got it? I think it's a lot of pre-production. It, the mm-hmm. pre-production will tell it. Like, that's the thing. Uh, and I've noticed that a lot of Hollywood film, but mostly independent film, have fallen into adopting uh, this. Because, okay, so basically what I'm trying to say is, back in the day, they wanted these A-list celebrities to kind of, like, like be the hero of these films mm-hmm. a lot of these a-list celebrities really didn't have any like stunt backgrounds or anything right. any any professional uh training when it came to these like really crazy action scenes so you would get what they call like these like super super hard cuts in in the movie to hide the 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 actor when they're doing their action scene and making them look like they know what they're doing when they actually don't um, and with action enthusiasts, they they love seeing the action. Like they love seeing how smooth everything looks. You know, right. like it, it, when when you when too many cuts are happening, and you get lost in what the situation is, and then by the time the fight's over, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? It looks like vomit. <laughs> so I I've noticed that nowadays when you you have a lot of these action directors like uh uh, uh Chad Stahelski and um what's the other guy's name again? Uh, Aaron? David Leitch. Yeah, doing the John Wick films, and they mm-hmm. have Keanu Reeves, who has a background in, uh, uh, I think, martial arts. But even that has just high degree of training with with uh, firearms. And then yeah. there's like this wide array of other actors that actually do have some experience. Uh, you get these action films that just really hit the mark. And I feel that now uh, Hollywood is starting to kind of see that that uh, these that you don't need that a-list artist all the time to sell the movie that sometimes you just let someone that actually does know how to fight right do the thing like mm-hmm. even even the rock he's like you know you, you i feel like people assume like he does his own stunts like he does everything but like he has a stunt double too like yeah, his stunt double is his cousin actually which is yeah weird. yeah they're like related and they they look 
pretty fucking similar and but even they, that like the rock tries his best to do his own stunts because for god's sakes he's been doing it for 30 years like yeah WWE, a live well, show and he's, he's so actually, ripped it's yeah. like he's yeah. smart about it though the rock is really really smart about it. there's a bunch of actors who will say the same thing about their how they feel about stunts and the important thing to remember is tom cruise keanu reeves those kind of guys they're mm-hmm. outliers most mm-hmm. productions would not let them do what they do tom cruise is a producer on his movie so he mm-hmm chooses if he does it or not mm-hmm. um keanu reeves of course his his stunt double jackson spadell is fantastic and he takes his bigger falls like whenever it's like a car hit or stuff like that that would yeah. fuck him up but like the rock for example he's like hey look um i i could do this stunt myself but you don't see my face in it and also if i get hurt i don't make another movie and i don't make <laughs> money for another year while i'm right. in recovery right. so fuck that and honestly it's a good call um and there's a whole debate in the stunt community about whether it's like the idea of like a Tom Cruise or a Keanu Reeves is a, mm-hmm. is a good thing because it makes all these other actors think, oh, I want to do all my own stunts and do this and that, blah, blah, blah. And it becomes a liability. And if you right. get hurt, for example, Tom Cruise broke his ankle. He did. And, which also is in the movie in Mission Impossible Fallout. That oh, means really? production gets stopped. Production is stopped. Right. No one works because your right. lead just broke their fucking ankle. Yeah. You want to um, flex. <laughs> yeah no I don't, I don't know I, and like there's a whole debate in the stunt community about that like whether or not um it's a good thing for stunts or a bad thing i think it brings more attention to stuff and honestly it's less of a common thing than people would think yeah and if you have a good stunt coordinator i've worked with a bunch of guys who are very clear about explaining like it isn't about we don't think you can do this it's mm-hmm. we think you can do this but we want this other guy to but we want the movie to end also hit. yeah yeah and so you can focus on making the acting work good because that this guy he he gets hit by cars for a living yeah we need to deliver this line at this yeah. point on this mark right but i think another factor that that's that's really important and it, it's also something that hollywood has been trying to adopt um recently mm-hmm. is actually having directors um that understand action instead of directors who are really well known but never have had an action give me an example uh, of like like who who's a director that like has directed action but doesn't really know maybe that much about stunts versus like some now um so there was so i think that ang lee no that's not a good idea because he did crouching tiger um uh so you'll get like the guy from taken then a lot of movies like colombiana and then he did the taken series Mm -hmm. oliver megaton Okay. This guy just doesn't understand action. And he 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 does these crazy action scenes where there's a million little cuts. You know, I don't know if you've seen this, the infamous hopping over the fence scene from Taken 3 where it's, it's literally Liam Neeson hopping over a fence. Uh-huh. Three seconds. It's uh-huh. a three-second thing. And in those three seconds, there's like 52 shots <laughs> of him hopping over a fence. So it's like that 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 kind of action director who clearly doesn't know action shouldn't be directing action you know what i mean right and uh recently we've been seeing some cool stuff like the russo brothers who are known for writing comedies mm-hmm. we've recently found out that they are very very interested in action but they hire mm-hmm. people that understand how to direct it and then later exactly. on they help produce films mm-hmm. uh, yep. for these uh, action coordinators to make their own stuff and then we got movies like extraction who was uh it was the russo brothers stunt coordinator from the avengers movies right mm-hmm. sam hargrave he and yeah, and he directed a movie, and the fucking action was incredible. You know why? Because the fucking director knew what he wanted, and he knew how to execute it. Yeah. He understands the anatomy of how to create a scene that's impactful. 
And um, it's really cool to see that, that these stunt coordinators and stunt people are getting opportunities to like show how it is Yeah. Uh, kind of like in the golden era, like what, back in the day when, with Jackie Chan films and, and all these. I um, literally was like, can we talk, stuff. can we talk about the greatest stunt coordinator to ever live? It, for me, it's Jackie Chan. Like he doesn't even need his own stunt coordinator. He just does it all himself. Did you guys know that Jackie Chan stunt coordinated the Lego Ninjago movie? No, he didn't. Right? I watched a whole feature out on it. It's Jackie Chan being like, yeah, you know, the interesting thing about choreographing Legos is they're Legos. They don't move like we do. And it's him playing with fucking Legos. Wait, talking I kind of want to watch that. You have to find it. Look up Jackie it's Chan crazy. and Jago. I will. Yeah, it's amazing. It's crazy to know because Jackie Chan is probably one of the all-time greatest action stars to He's ever live. He's a fucking probably. hero. We're probably never gonna get something as close to what we're he not. did for, for cinema. We're you know, not. He, he literally would put his life on the line, um, and it just shows like how he understands action, um, yeah. and, and it kind of puts my point that I just mentioned previously: how how hiring hiring a director that doesn't understand action can completely like ruin Ruined a film. Sure. Mm-hmm. He had a movie called The Foreigner, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that movie is so forgettable because they just didn't know how to use Jackie Chan. You ha- like how do you yeah. fuck up an action scene with Jackie Chan in? How do you? Like, I, I don't even. Yeah, how do you fuck that? By up? By having a director that doesn't know how to direct <laughs> action. That's how. Well, and, and there's so, plenty of bad movies with really fantastic action actors. And uh, like like Jose's one hundred percent right. Like you, and there is the uh, amazing like trend of uh, stunt coordinators who are moving to directors, and they're not just moving to directors. You'd be surprised. The, the normal pathing is if you, you're working as a stuntman, eventually you're working as a stunt coordinator, fight choreographer, et cetera, then mm-hmm. you go to second unit directing. And second unit is pretty much, uh, you, are shoot, you are the splinter team shooting usually either uh, remote stuff or stuff that the directors um, don't necessarily feel like they can do more justice. They're obviously there, they're still the directors. Right. But for example, like all the guys who are second unit directors eventually go on, they want to direct their own shit. That's what happened with Chad Stahelski and David Leitch for John Wick is they had second uniting for so long and they wanted to direct. That's uh. what happened with Sam Hargrave. Sam Hargrave was the second unit director and then he directed Extraction and the Russos helped him out. Um, uh. it's, it's a really amazing progression and you'd be surprised there's a debate so much of like, marvel action like marvel movies like biggest action movies of all time right yeah versus like john wick and people will be like yeah no marvel movies they don't they don't understand action you ever seen john wick you see how they don't cut marvel movies just cg and cut it's the same guys <laughs> it's all the same fucking guys working on these movies they're all like look at the credits it's the same dudes who do yeah. the second unit on that do uh stunt corning on this stunting in this uh you get fucking dudes in um Harley Quinn, Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Um, oh, I did not like that movie at all. It was, I didn't like it either. It was I'm gonna be so truthful. bad. I didn't love it. The stunt coordinators for it, most of the John Wick guys, a mm-hmm. bunch of the goons in it. Mm-hmm. You'll look, it's a bunch of John Wick guys. The dude yeah. who gets his legs broken in the start of the movie, yeah. Daniel Bernhardt, he fights okay. John Wick in the first movie. He's in Harley Quinn. He was in one of the best episodes of Barry on HBO of all time. All Barry's stunts. a great show. It's amazing. Do you know, have you seen the second season with the Ronnie episode, the Taekwondo master? Yes. That's yes. that same dude who gets his legs broken, Harley Quinn. They're oh, all doing okay. these movies. It's it, They're all doing the same movies. And it goes to show you can have an amazing stunt team mm-hmm. who knows what they're doing. Right. And with the wrong director or the wrong script, right. it doesn't work. Who was the stunt doesn't. Who was the stunt guy on Kill Bill? Do you guys know? It's like, it's a woman. Oh, I love that. that yeah, was Zoe be- Bell, I think. 
Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, because, okay, so what used to kind of bother me with action movies or just anything with stunts is, like, they would always have the guy, usually a guy or male, like, dressed up as the female, you know, character that has to do this, like, stunt or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just so obvious that it was, Mm -hmm. like, because the guy's, like, you know, like, five or six inches taller all of a sudden, and then, like, you can just, he just looks buff from the back, and I'm just, like... Is it just not common to be like a female stunt coordinator? Is it more popular now or is it like- It's getting big to be honest. It it is getting big up there, but it is funny that you mentioned that. I I don't want to like divert that that, that, uh, um, topic because I think it is important, but pointing out the stunt actor with that and 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 the actor in movies and be like, yeah, that's the stunt actor. It's It's so fun. It's yeah, so like, funny. Oh, you're like, that, oh you're shit, fucker. you were killed by Bruce Willis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a video on YouTube. It's like the dude who was killed by by uh uh John Wick, the equalizer, and um uh oh, Jason uh, Bourne. Yes. It's and the beard was, dude, right? Yeah, the big yeah. beard guy that gets like shot on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. It's amazing. It's all connected universe. Yeah. But yeah, but, Zoe uh, Bell. Uh, Zoe Bell's fantastic. She did yeah, Kill I Bill. feel like uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh female stunt actors mm-hmm. and coordinators are coming up to the limelight and that's really cool because you get really good shit like like that amazing fight scene from atomic blonde you know mm-hmm. you it, it's given them a chance to show 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 the, the uh like hollywood like that like women have these set of skills also the fighting and it's, skills it's, it's also <laughs> Yeah, if yeah, the, awesome. num- awesome. the number one, uh, in in my opinion, uh, the number one female stunt coordinator in Hollywood right now is Heidi Moneymaker. Um, she she's insane. She's usually doubles Black Widow. Um, she That's, okay. I was gonna ask you. I was like, badass. who's Scarlett Johansson's? Uh, so she has a couple. She okay. has like I think three doubles. Heidi Moneymaker is one of them. Amy Johnson is another, Money and then there's Maker? a third one. Heidi Moneymaker, yeah, that's, that's her. A that's her little dope name. And it's a family business now. I think her either her little sister or someone, uh, Renee Moneymaker. Yeah, <laughs> I think um they're doing Renee stuff. Moneymaker. Um, Zoe Bell for Tarantino has been coordinating for him forever, and she's amazing. She obviously Tarantino is quint quintessential Quentin essential action. <laughs> um, uh, and you see, she if you want to know who she is, she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When oh, okay. uh, Brad Pitt fights Bruce Lee, a woman comes out with an Australian accent and she says, what are you doing? You just hit the picture car. That's Zoe Bell. She also takes a spill in Hateful Eight. She gets killed. She's one of the um, people who takes the bad guys to Minnie's haberdashery. Um, she's fantastic. Um, killer Amy, stuff. Amy killer Johnson stuff. Been doing a lot of good stuff. Too. Yeah, Amy Johnson's sick. And you, if, you, if you're if you on YouTube at all, you know, like yeah. uh, Corridor Digital, um, those guys have been putting out those a bunch of really stuntmen cool. react stuff where mm-hmm. they're talking to stuntmen. It's exposing a lot of the common general uh moviegoers and population more to stunts and it's funny because the discourse about stunts has changed you'll talk to anyone now and they're like yeah you know long takes and uninterrupted stuff blah 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 and they'll 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 you'll hear the stuff that you've been hearing years ago it's like oh yeah i saw that corridor video too (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's so cool though like there's there's a bunch of really amazing female stunt coordinators out there doing really sick shit um obviously the tough thing is um I think women have it much harder than men in stunts, not just yeah. because of the fact that, like, let's push sexism aside for let's a moment. Let's pretend sexism let's isn't pretend here. pretend it doesn't exist. Let's talk about, there's there's no glass, there's no pay pay differences, anything like that. Imagine Never heard of that. doubling, uh, so, so Chris Hemsworth's double for um, 
Thor and stuff. Yeah. That dude, he he he's a badass. Uh, I think his name's Bobby something. Um, he's a fucking badass. His biggest concern is getting as built as Chris does. If Chris wants to get big, he has to get big, and he can do it. And the other thing is, Chris is big enough, and a lot of times they gave Thor sleeves in one movie, so the dude gets to wear pads. He gets to hide them. Oh, Women wow. though. They're wearing fucking bikinis sometimes in scenes. Where do you put the pads? You don't. They just have to take the fucking falls. Oh, it sucks. It's it sucks. looks awful. You're in spandex that shows everything. So you can't hide anything. So yeah. you're just taking falls. You're taking hits. It's fucking wild. That kind of reminded me of like the boys where, you know, Starlight, they gave her yes. this like little slutty outfit. By the way, the boys, yeah. fantastic. fantastic. Um, they've fucked up a little bit on some action here and there. There's been a few Which scenes part? that Tell sucked. me. Um, yeah. I don't think I caught it. I don't think I caught it. One of the in one of the early episodes, Queen Maeve has a fight scene where she's fighting. It's like showing off how cool she is. She's training in the seven. Yeah, it's like a little training. Terrible. Thing, right? Oh my! It's quick cutting nightmare where you can't tell what's going on. It sucks. Later <laughs> on, they figured their shit out. They have some really awesome stuff. Really cool stunts. Great CGI work. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that's people cool. don't talk about enough. If you can get stunts and CG to work in tandem beautifully, because another mm-hmm. part of a stunt coordinator's oh, job wow. is like hey, maybe this shouldn't be a person doing this, you know? Yeah, like Mad Max. That Wasn't that movie all like CGI and stuntmen? So no, no, Mad that Max was, was nearly really good no example. CG. Yeah, oh. Mad Max was nearly no CG in most of the movies. I think that's a perfect yeah. example of what Aaron just said, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Where you mix CG and stunts and you just get oh, amazingness. And You'll get, if you watch, the one of the best ways if you want to get into stunts to learn is to watch B-roll. If you Google your favorite action movie or Marvel movie or whatever, Google yeah. Mad Max B-roll, and it's mm-hmm. just raw set footage, you'll see dudes tumble under cars and nearly get run over by tires in that movie. But at the yeah. same time, like they know what they're doing. They're paid very well because they know exactly where they're landing, how to do everything. Right. Um, and Jose is 100% right. If you can find a great marriage between CG and live action stuff, you're, you're golden. And like so, some people like to praise movies like, uh like john wick for example because yeah. they don't use a lot of cg there's they they did a full green screen sequence in their last movie on motorcycles where he's fighting dudes with katanas it's all on green screen completely and it looks great because yeah. they know how to sell it and they know how to make it feel real and like grounded and stuff so you do you do kind of have a say on like how the stunt's going to play out even though the director like literally wrote down because the director or the writer i should say the writer the writer and the, the script wrote like okay let's say like punch the person to the, like on the left side mm-hmm. of the face and then like kick their balls and then do this and that for that kind of stuff uh yeah like the the director or the writer can write those actions in for example, but that doesn't like, mean necessarily that the guy the so, stunt coordinator is going to do that or like he's going to keep it so, so, so for example Sylvester Stallone, when he wrote Rocky, yeah. the way he wrote the script, he literally wrote out two versions of the script. Okay. A version of the script where it tells the story from beginning to end. And the second version was the same script, but every but for the fight scene, mm-hmm. he was so specific mm-hmm. in the boxing match with Apollo Creed. It was like right. it was like it was explaining it like beat for beat. It's like he throws two punches, then Rocky takes those two punches. Yeah. Rocky That's throws what a I hook. Mean. And yeah. it, it's like it's like you don't really write a script like that for action at least i haven't yeah it's yeah. really it's really uh, rare for a director to write that like oh he takes two steps forward <laughs> what you usually get especially with bigger budget stuff yeah um is a what you call an action designer uh okay. one of my favorite action designers is christopher clark cohen he did a lot of uh, action for um 
what's it called the Kingsman movies he mm-hmm. did uh for for the Mandalorian he did it for that Han Solo movie that nobody watched uh, <laughs> he, he has a really good eye for stuff and especially because a lot of his stuff his the, the action that he designs revolves around a lot of his inspiration comes from anime which is kind of cool because I love anime right but uh uh you can watch like stuff stuff that he's made on on YouTube and you can just see like how an action designer kind of like sets up shots and how they plan out an action scene but anyway so usually uh these movies will have an action designer and then the action designer is solely focusing on what the how the action scene is going to be executed from Mm -hmm. there i think that there is some type of dialogue between the action designer and the coordinators to Mm -hmm. execute what the director wants but for the most part if the director is not not as experienced um on action i'm sure he kind of relies on the designer or the coordinators to kind of figure it out for him yeah but if it's like his vision is 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 throughout the whole film he's probably gonna have a lot to say like oh i kind of wanted a spinning back kick in this part i wanted yes yeah. it, it all varies depending on the director really but uh, not a lot of people i mentioned action designers which i think is kind of cool and if i ever did a film uh like that i would love to have an action designer because it's just cool to know that their mission is to design an action scene it's really mm-hmm. cool. right i didn't even know that was a thing until right now yeah. so that's dope. it's huge it's like one of the most important jobs you'll you can do um in terms of the stunt business because yeah think if you think of it in terms of oh i'm a stuntman like you're in live action mostly you could do some mocap stuff and that kind of thing but if you're a previous uh creator you're doing stuff for movies tv video games that kind of thing you're shooting it you're setting up angles doing this and stuff uh, once again I, I glossed over it but um uh having someone that's an action designer mm-hmm. someone is is someone that's going to be doing a lot of pre-visualization which is huge pre-visualization mm-hmm. is one of the most important jobs in not even just for stunts for a director in general it's the same way a director does storyboards right action designers are doing pre-vis they are trying things out they're experimenting you look at the guys who do some of the biggest action movies right now, 8711, their whole warehouse is pretty much a training previous studio. Exactly. Um, and it usually, uh. if you go online, it's not like you're getting, uh, like it's stuff that would looks like it was made by a 13 year old on YouTube sometimes. Like muzzle flashes that are like really shitty and shit, but it's just yeah. temp. It's all to show the director an idea of like, is this what you want? And the director right. can say, no, I was thinking more. I want a grittier feel. I want to go more handheld. We were doing this and like, okay, cool. So you'll do this. You can find it all online, which is awesome. Um, you can watch all the Marvel previs. Um, there's some great previs for the fight in um, not a great movie, but an amazing fight. Warehouse fight in Batman v Superman. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. You can see the full previs for that, which yeah. is sick um like pre-visualization is one of the most important jobs and a lot of times you can watch back movies and watch the previs they're not even just the same in terms of the choreography they're shot for shot shot for shot beat for beat there's actually there's actually a director just because aaron mentioned that and this director is the reason why i think previs is important too like he the way he broke it down i i was like if i ever direct an action movie i have to do it like this yeah um is gareth evans and uh and even robert rodriguez who who did that a lot for his desperado films he Mm -hmm. uh gareth evans more specifically he literally how aaron says the the previs is literally to a t what the final scene is so one of the greatest action movies ever made the raid he has uh, some b-roll footage of them doing the previs for 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 fights in the raid and the raid 2 
and and it's so fascinating because he says it himself that that the movie will not be executed unless this previs is a hundred percent ready and this is our template our bible and we follow it to a t if it doesn't match the previs we do it again it has to match exactly and it's incredible and i think that's amazing and i ever since i saw like those videos i was like i have to do that too like it 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 clearly works because he made one of the greatest action movies of all time it's just it's like a no duh like why would you not do that right so like do you think like storyboarding at first and then like once he draws it out he's like i'm gonna go out and actually try it so robert rodriguez basically said that he his his approach was a little more uh a little different where he kind of said fuck storyboards he's like my storyboards are the previs mm-hmm. but if you want to feel extra prepared like like the wachowski sisters do where they basically write a graphic novel yeah they, they do, do full the graphic novels for they movies. do a straight up book and they're amazing fight. and then they most likely pre-visit yeah that's an extra step but then you get the matrix so you know it's it's just that extra level of preparation that just just right. goes a long way at the end of it and it's yeah. like you know it's it, it gives you a little more appreciation to the hard work and dedication from these people it's almost like a thankless job because the first thing you think about is like wow that director did a really good job but yeah. it's, like, it's like no it's a team effort and it's a lot of preparation and like careful planning yeah. everything in filmmaking is a collaboration from whether you're working on the whether it's the edit whether it's the sound design or the mm-hmm. writing um previs is a is truly in the way i look at previs it's the only chance for a director to truly collaborate safely on action mm-hmm. when you're doing previs you're in a controlled space where you can try things see if right. they work or not when you're on set you can't be like oh let's see if it set, works or not <laughs> exactly you have insurance you have people on set for that day people are rushing yeah. it's a 12-hour day etc overtime all that money right. once money is involved mm-hmm. things are unsafe in my opinion <laughs> so if you can get a previous session book a warehouse with some mats and some cardboard boxes and you have that chance to use it as a playground that is one of the most valuable tools for directors and some directors once again they give a shit about their actions some directors yeah. give a shit about their dialogue like coen brothers you can't stray off from inflection if they spell a word wrong they want you to say it that way they'll get mad if you don't wait really um, oh yeah if you see there are, there are stories about the coen brothers there are words that are spelled incorrectly. An actor will will say the correct word and right. the Coen brothers will go, no, 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 we wrote this. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but um, some writer directors, some writers will just write a fight scene, like a fight yeah. scene breaks out and that's yeah. all you get. And they might want to just hand it over completely to a stunt coordinator or they might want to have a conversation about it. Yeah. Um, some of them are like Stallone and they're writing out every single little bead of action. And the important thing as a stunt coordinator is knowing um, what level of collaboration the director wants to do. Right. And it's more of a playground for you if they just want to hand over the reins to you. If they know exactly what they want, then you have to usually follow. you're going to go with exactly what they want. Your job is to essentially guide them in a way to do what they want safely. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, leading into that, Aaron, just because uh, I know that you did this and I feel like it'd be kind of important in this conversation, you did some. Uh, previous stunt training with some well-known stunt coordinators uh you want to break that down for us i remember you like a while ago you told us uh, about or you told me about it and it looked so yeah. cool we just it, did it, um my roommate is an actor who graduated from usc um he's been a bunch of stuff that i've done we've done a lot of action stuff together and we went and we did some stuff with daniel Le cicero mm-hmm. who um actually the reason i know knew about daniel Le cicero 
was through Max Krause, who was a stunt coordinator on your film. Yeah, Priscilla. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, um, I know Max. Uh, because Max went and did um, the uh, rappelling course with him, um, and they were doing like cliff cliff running and shit like that. So I was, so we went and did some stuff with Daniel, and we were just uh, essentially shooting. It, this is what a lot of stunt guys will do. If you have a stunt studio, well, not stunt studio, but if you have a stunt group, like a group right. of stuntmen that are out for hire, the way that the biggest example is like 8711. We have a friend, Devin, who used to shoot stuff specifically for a stunt team. And oh. you're essentially what you want to do when you're not working is show people that you can do previous. And right. you're making sequences and stuff. It's like, check out this sequence. Some people will be like, I want that. And oh, they'll pay you to do sense. literally do that sequence. Or there will be people like, I like what you're doing. Could you design something for me? And then there will be a conversation there. So you'll see if you start following stunt coordinators and shit on YouTube um, or on Instagram, they're always posting a uh, previs demo or shit like this. It's just a fight scene that they design. It's basically with, like, like yeah. you're real. Yeah, like exactly. And that's a great way to pad a reel. And that's something that I was working. I, for a while, pre-pandemic, um, and hopefully after pandemic, I was working with actors specifically, not stunt people, actors. And uh, I was like, hey, I can make you look good on camera if you want to shoot an action scene that's literally just there to pad your reel. So they can have an action scene in their reel. So we would wow. shoot action scenes that aren't contextually in a movie. We just shoot action scenes. And we've done it with my buddy, Chris. Um, we did it with um, one of one of Chris's friends. We're working on doing something with that dude's wife who does like knife throwing and archery and shit. <laughs> that um, dude's wife. But yeah, yeah no, I love exactly. it. Um, the real but, question is, would you, be able, would you be able to make me look like I could kick some ass? Absolutely. With, no, we have to. We absolutely have then to. Then I would be impressed. If I can look like I can take down like a grown ass man, you did your job, right? No, we'll make it happen for sure. Oh you my God, that's so exciting. Like, that I know so what the exciting. fuck I'm doing. I'm I, like, I've been so proud from Aaron's teaching. Like I have a video on my Instagram where I take a kick to the face and I was like, that was a great I'm like fucking legit. And I keep it on that's my on, Instagram. No, that's on you, dude. Stuff. That was you. You sold it. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny. I'll do, I'll shoot stuff Um, in, I, I live, I'm originally from Washington yeah. and I have a buddy who runs who's a manager at an airsoft field and store. So we have a bunch of yeah. guns to work with and we shoot action scenes whenever we can because they have a big field that we can work on. Right. And this, this guy, his name's Alex. He's one of my best friends since high school. Yeah. He's fucked up a lot of takes for me. But if he <laughs> fucks up a few takes, he goes, all right, I get it. And he sends it on some falls that I'm like, dude, that looked amazing. That's better than I could ever do. So really, it, Jose, don't sell yourself short. You guys sell the shit. I don't sell the shit. You sell the shit. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Is it, is You're good comic? at designing for sure. The thing yeah, that Aaron is really good at is that he will just pull out a dope action, like little quick thing. So, Because mm -hmm. some people, like, you know, they need time to think about it. Like for even for me, I'm like, all right, how do I make this look cool? Aaron's like, uh, let's do this. <laughs> And then like, we'll try it and he goes, oh, actually, let's do this. And like by the end of it, we finish him. Like, damn, it took us like an hour only, man. And like usually people who don't know how to do that kind of stuff, it takes right. them like a whole shoot or like a whole year's planning. And Aaron's just like, uh, fuck it. I'm just gonna do a backflip, land on my back, get back up, twist your ankle, break your neck. I think that's pretty good. Let's do it. And I'm like, oh shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, he's really good at designing quick action scenes. We we shot a a, a film called uh uh skunk man christmas mm -hmm. and i think we did that like was fun. one day we did like one day of yeah it was like a one day shoot in a garage yeah and we like pre-visited like in 30 minutes the day before wow. and like i love how that action scene is it's so chaotic but it's it's it has a it has a style to it you know what's going on yeah it's quick it's it's 
Yeah. It has like that hit to it. And like Aaron came up with that fight in like 45 minutes. Well, the reason it worked and we were able to do it fast, and it's a great thing that you mentioned that we previs on our shorts. We previs on our YouTube shorts. We previs on our short films. There's no scale where you shouldn't be prevising because it'll make your stuff better. If there's a sequence in that in that short, and like it's a goofy little YouTube short that we're doing, but there's a sequence in yeah. it where we have a dude. He shoots someone. He flips around a rifle, cat, swings it around so it hooks That's the dude's neck. It swings around in a POV head. shot, yeah. and it's awesome. Yeah. It moves into it. another That's shot like where part. someone picks up a gun, and it's like continuous. The reason that shot looks cool and it mm-hmm. feels planned is because it was planned. There's <laughs> yeah. other parts of that where it's like, yeah, it works. Like, but it was right. obviously we did it on the day. That, that moment we previous, and that's yeah, why it works. Yeah, and yeah. it's that kind of stuff. It's like it, it, and I think you shouldn't be shy to kind of just throw out an idea. It's like, oh, it might sound dumb or it might right. sound this. And like at first, like, oh, what if he gets the gun and you see Aaron grab one of his like airsoft guns <laughs> and he wraps it around my neck and then he kind of like swings me and he goes, yeah, that works. And he just does oh some God. shit and I'm like, all right, let's get it. And then you get that dope shot and it's like that kind of stuff really works. I have so much trust in Aaron, especially in his knowledge, because I know that Aaron has like a like a wide knowledge in action cinema and, yeah. you know, his 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 experience in, in martial arts as well really helps him. Uh, I shot my film Desolate and mm-hmm. that was one thing that I did come a little underprepared, but I had so much trust on Aaron that it didn't bother me that I didn't come prepared for his fight scene. I just I'm went like, to Aaron. Like, did it bother like, oh. Aaron? I, I, no, I it didn't actually. I really no, wasn't it was, tripping. It was at all. Awesome. I, I I went up to Aaron. I showed him a room, and I was like, "You're gonna die here. Make a thirty second. Make a thirty second fight scene. We're shooting in two days." <laughs> and that was all he had. No, and then that's, he, and that's a level of collaboration you'll get sometimes, and it just shows how it differs for a director. Because I've had directors I've worked with who are like oh, this is the sequence in the script. Here's what we're doing. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just make sure you guys don't die. And then working with Jose, literally on Desolate, it was a couple days before. He, he, I hadn't even seen a photo of the room or a photo yeah. of the place. And he it's said, like this room, is like how big it is. I said, okay, yeah. well, what's on the walls? Is it filled? It's like, I don't know. It shouldn't be filled, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, where the, where's the camera going to be? And then we, the, what we did is Jose called me and he goes, hey, the actor you're fighting is available. Do you want to meet at my boxing gym? I said, sure. We did it we choreographed it by kind of drawing a square in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We choreographed it in the parking lot and then shot it that day. And I was, it was like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's amazing. And it's brutal. And like, when you guys check it out and see it, it's so yeah. good. It's literally amazing. And it was like that level of trust. Cause I knew he understood what. That's like, the most hurt I've ever been on set. That's on, the most wild. Not shoot. That's the most hurt I've ever been on set doing that. Really? that scene for your shoot. Wait, I was gonna ask. Really? That was gonna, that was the guy that falls off stairs and cliffs and lands on his neck. I've done. Yeah, I've done big tumbles. Um, and I've hurt myself oh. decently. But do you want to know what happened on that shoot? I, I, I remember. Yes, now. I'm doing a scene where I'm getting fucking shotgunned. Uh, like I, I have a shotgun. Oh. I'm trying to blast oh. at someone. Then then someone stabs me and I'm falling on the ground. I'm supposed to be stabbed and laying there dead while right. another character loads up a shotgun and shoots another dude outside. While I'm laying there dead, this very strong, well-built man named Kirk, who I'm my beautiful scene partner, <laughs> stepped on my balls and chose to, <laughs> For the whole in scene. a crouch kneel position, load a shotgun no. with one boot on my fucking balls. No. And I had to And you're and you're there. out there playing dead. Like, <laughs> I, I had a mask body. on. The, I, I had a mask on. I told Jose right off the bat, I'm like, this is going to be a pain in the ass for the scene. Jose's like, no, you got to wear the mask. You got to wear the mask. I'm like, that's fine. Thank God Jose had me wear that mask because I was 
fucking screaming violin underneath that mask and and finally like i i feel kirk lift up for a second to move nope he was just turning his foot no <laughs> he finally gets up and i'm just laying ball. there and tony your stunt coordinator comes over and he i'm laying on the ground for a second he pats me on the shoulder and goes that looked really good man that looked really good and i go it didn't feel good tony tony, tony is that you <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. I've had Aaron punch me in the face. I have legit actually punch you. Yeah. It was like we a love tap. Love tap. Yeah. I'm used to getting punched in the face, so it was okay, but I guess I didn't expect it. And it was just funny. Like nothing happened. I was like, oh shit, you actually got me. And I was like, okay. But for me, I think it's it hasn't been that bad. I I I, I don't really do much to the falling. The this the couple things I've done with Aaron. Yeah. Uh it's like he'll have me like like he'll like flip me around or something like that. And but mostly it's just like selling the hit. But nothing for me. I know Aaron has stories, so I'm that's why I'm going first. So uh for me, nah, not really. Not just I, I've gotten punched in the I've only got punched, I've in punched the face, you a couple but, times. Yeah, I've smacked yeah, you a bit. Falling on the ground. I think that's it. Nothing crazy. At yeah. least on film. I think I think uh like I said, getting my ball stepped on was bad. Um, but I, I've done uh, some falls that it, it isn't even that it's like it's it's not a bad because here's the thing you're filled with adrenaline in the right. moment mm-hmm. um, and if you're you're usually good um, and like truthfully like because like n- while we were still at NIFA I got I, I was riding my fucking skateboard I got hit by a car and flipped over it and I was and I was like god I wish I was on camera that was so cool what? because oh you know what god. you know what I was riding my board a car pulls in front of me on the sidewalk my legs went out from under me and the only thing in my head going through it I remember I was like tuck and roll baby <laughs> I roll over I stand up and I saw Teresa's friend old roommate Lainey and I just went that sucked and Lainey's just a pure whore no. but you're, you're pretty had, scraped up right oh yeah I got scraped that's what I was gonna say is like in the moment I got I just got fucking hit by a car took my legs out from under me landed on the ground and went to class and said, hey, I'm going to go get some first aid, but I'm here for class. Are you? I was I'd fine. Like, I'm not going to, I would have well, gotten until the next day, <laughs> the next day game over. So when I think of like the stunts that I've done, the one that like had me in recovery, I'd say for the longest time was I did a, there's, there's a really great hill fall that I, I really enjoyed that I did for one short where uh, there were a bunch of rocks and stuff and I had cleared them. I'd assess like, this is going to be a safe fall, but I did it one more take than I should have yeah. because we didn't roll on one which broke my heart um <laughs> then I did one that I felt good about but I was like we need at least two takes right. so I did one more I shouldn't have done one more um <laughs> and it wasn't painful at the time I did a whole other shoot after that we're doing a bunch more stunts yeah. but I had to take a plane ride back to Los Angeles at a certain point after that and like, <laughs> and I was sleeping in a bed that wasn't my like I was at my parents house for a bit right so doing a recovery between falling down a hill, not being in my bed, being on a plane, that was a slow recovery afterwards because I was all wonked out. I so bet. if you're a stunt coordinator, get a good chiropractor because my girl, Wendy, she great. <laughs> she great. I, I, I had one experience with Aaron. Like I've, I've had a lot of experiences, but the one I was like, come on, man, this guy's fucking crazy. We shot a little <laughs> short film called The Death Punch. Yeah. And it's literally about this guy who gets the infamous five finger death punch from um, from Kill Bill done on him. And so if he takes five steps, he dies. Right. So the whole premise of the story is that he can't take five steps for the rest of his life. So he won't die. Yeah. And so he has his friends and people around him to like help, like pick him up and take him around places and all that stuff. Like carried a lot. And, 
Yeah. And one of the scenes, uh, I, so I live, the back part of my apartment complex is like, it has like, what, like a 15 or 10, 15 flights of stairs, concrete yeah. stairs that yeah. go to the back alleyway of the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the whole joke of the story was that I'm just going to walk down the steps of the, of the, of the, of the stairs carrying Aaron, like, like a baby, like, like him cradled up in my arms. Cause he That's can't really walk. Nice. Right. And then I think after the second take, he's like, hey, dude, just throw me off the stairs. And I was like, what? And then he's like, just throw me like pretend like you're going to have to like you have to tie your shoe and like you accidentally like push me over and I start just tumbling down the stairs. And I'm like, I was scared. I'm like, oh, well, these I are concrete scared. stairs, bro. I'm like, these are concrete stairs. I'm not the one getting hurt, man, but I don't yeah, want to hurt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So I, Aaron has I don't. the funny thing is, I think Aaron posted the the one that didn't look that bad like he he <laughs> he he's tumbled on his side that was it all he did was like tumble on his side the one on instagram and he yeah. landed back on his feet and walked to the camera he's like yeah let's do that again i didn't like that one it wasn't until the second one where he literally like flipped off the stair like head first I <laughs> into the concrete. he caught air and i was like oh this guy's gonna snap his neck i want to oh. see that i haven't even seen it Aaron, well, the, the he secret. literally caught well, the secret the to any good stair fall, and you may not know this, if you ever get pushed down some stairs, yeah. catch air. I'm, I'm dead serious. Catch air as much as, like, if you can. Because if you are going downstairs, you want to yeah. minimize this, the amount of impact points. So you want to bounce. It, it sounds bad. If so you're you, doing a oh, stair fall, right. you want to bounce. Because you're going to hit less stairs. You're right. taking less impact. And stairs are dangerous because of joints. There's You're right. always going to hit an elbow or shit like that. Right. Um, so instead of rolling horizontally, like, like long-wise for Aaron, just to roll like a, like a rolling pin, he yeah. rolled like forward. And I, was I did like, that oh, to be no. safer. I did that and, to be and, safer, too. And, and what was funny, too, what was even scarier, actually, well, it was funny because he survived it, but uh, he... he <laughs> He rolled backwards, so he fell backwards, so like oh head God. first on the back of his head, oh then my did God. like a backflip off the stairs, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Aaron, that would scare the, the fuck shit out of me. See, this is actually a really good example of a small shoot with me, who was at that point acting in it and wanted to make the movie as good as I can, saying, "I want to throw myself down the stairs." It's not in the script. When a stunt coordinator would maybe go, "Hey, Aaron, buddy, Don't we still got yeah. half a day to go. Do you want to maybe not do that shot?" <laughs> Which was weird because we kind of did fair. have like half a day to go after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny seeing Aaron like take the tumble, but he would like land on his feet and then just walk casually back to me and be like, how did that well, look? I felt and bad because I, I have to play it like it hurt me. And then yeah. you have Jose's girlfriend standing there looking like she's like, do I need to call 911? So I have to, <laughs> yeah. really chi- I, that's why I stand up so chipper is I'm like, we're good. Yeah. Let's do another. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny was that we had Jackson, who's your roommate, like mm-hmm. he right. was handling the camera since like I was the one carrying you. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. He never like broke. Like he was had a smile on his face. He didn't. Jackson like, isn't working. He was just Jackson like this like, with the camera, looking through the viewfinder, just like. I think I would have screamed. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, and he's just tumbling. It's just Jackson holding onto the camera, making sure everything looks good. And I'm just like, dude, that, that's your roommate that just No, like, I land. Face. I stand up. Paige looks like she's going to cry. And then Jackson is I like. I could see Paige looking like she's about to cry. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> how do that look? It. We're good. Check the gate. Yeah. But how do well, you stay safe on set? Like, I mean, obviously, you can, like, put some pads down. But, like, that's and we're, but that's all you can really do and hope that you land right, right? The whole job is risk risk assessment and knowing your own boundaries. You you are going to get hurt on some stuff. And it's weighing whether or not getting hurt is worth the paycheck. Um, and right. in a lot of cases, when we do stuff, we're not getting paid. So, um, Wait, you, yeah. So what's, I, the, I, I tr- what's the rate on that? Like, how do you get paid as a stunt? Oh, you get paid good. 
Let me tell you, yeah. uh, like for like straight up, you are getting paid a lot of money. There's overheads on it. You are getting paid. Um, like it used to be interesting because you used to be there on standby. And essentially, if you if you take if there's there's adjustments, essentially, right. you're making money off of adjustments okay. and yeah. based on risk. And you might fight for more adjustments like, hey, look, I know that I signed on for this deal where I'm supposed to do this tumble roll out of this car. You didn't show me the terrain here. This is all rocky. You're going a little faster. I want a stunt adjustment for this. So you'll get different adjustments and actors will get this too through mm-hmm. SAG. And that, that's an important thing to mention. If you want to be a stunt person, yeah, you, you, you have to be SAG. You go through, it's oh. a weird route to go through because for example, me as a filmmaker, I'm not trying to get my Screen Actors Guild card. Right. But if I ever want to stunt coordinate, I have to eventually for it to work why, out. Though? Like, why though? Stunt coordinators are SAG members. Um, it falls under Screen Actors Guild. Um, so stuntmen, stunt coordinators. So the best way most stuntmen do it is they do their background stuff, like many other actors do. So you do your background stuff. You get your, uh, uh, what should we call it? Not vouchers, but you get your things for that. And then you yeah. are SAG eligible. Then you go stunt on a shoot that makes you SAG. Um, oh, and it, the one of the main reasons, because SAG manages a lot of the safety and rights of actors. And when it comes to stunt coordinating and doing stunts, the, the reason why you're able to get adjustments and the yeah. reason why you get paid so damn much for yeah. a day of work yeah. is because you are in a union. Because um, uh, otherwise, you look at the <laughs> way things sense. work. You look at the things in like um, like Bollywood, for example, they're, they're way better about it now. But it used to be you could go in, fudge your experience and be like, oh wait we're on the uncensored you could fuck fuck off bullshit your experience yeah. um and you could be like oh yeah uh i did this and you'll fucking dive into a dumpster off a second story building without any stunning experience for a paycheck um you can't really do that anymore yeah. some places you can <laughs> but some people would do that i heard that they get paid. i heard that they get also get paid when they do like the previous stuff so when they're spending yeah. their time at the gym it's or, or it's like hourly stuff. and stuff and you'll get you'll get uh paid sometimes if you're in training for stuff um mm. like one of the funniest ones i i loved um uh the story um i just started watching new girl by the way oh um, with, you with my just girlfriend. started watching i i had it i'd watched episodes before i never committed to it i'm on oh. season three now so i'm still oh, going no. oh, but that um is one uh, of the funniest shows i've ever seen in my life it's great it's amazing, amazing. It's but amazing. anyways uh jake johnson jake johnson did the mummy yeah. terrible movie but he did the mummy yeah. with tom cruise right he was getting paid to hang out and work work out with tom cruise because he had he didn't really have any stunt scenes he does a scene where he runs and falls into a pit at one point okay. but he's getting paid to work out with tom cruise the rock and tom cruise they get their fucking gyms shipped around for for them like the rocks is in a giant shipping container he gets it paid to get freighted over to his set so he always has his personal gym with him are you fucking joking no i'm not fucking yeah, it's insane it's wild i had a friend uh you know the guy nick yesterday uh he was an asian yeah. dude uh, yeah, set. Yeah. He, he was at uh, one of the actors but before that he was doing some grip work yeah he yeah was, he, was he went stunt. on a he went to do some stunt stuff right he was gonna jump off yeah of- and he was like he was like eight hundred dollars he's like Oh, he was like, I'm getting paid 800 bucks. And he's not even union at that time too. And he was like, I'm getting paid 800 bucks to jump off of a building, like 30 feet off of a building and land on a, on a pad. And then he's taking three squib shots. Right. Comes back the next day and he goes, yeah, they cut the part where I have to jump off the building. I just got shot yesterday. 
And yeah. I was like, how long were you there for? And he's like, oh, a couple hours, like maybe like four hours. And I was like, damn, all right. Did you still get paid the same? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Wow. Damn. That's not even, that's not even union. 800 damn. bucks to get three squibs that's shot good. at you. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Things are changing a lot, especially based on how you get paid. Cause you, you, the, a lot of, like I said, a lot of how stunt people are paid is in adjustments. And uh, like, like, I think um, what the most a stuntman has ever been paid was for um the I, I forget if it was a bond movie or not where someone zip lines from one plane to another um because huge risk, sure, millions sure of dollars right right absolutely millions of dollars for that stunt um meanwhile um what's that how much was it did they um, it? i i don't remember the exact i know it was multi-million it was a multi-million deal for him to do this one stunt and it was just oh. him zip lining from one spot to another he almost didn't he would have been fine but he almost didn't make it in the plane someone grabbed him and pulled him in at the end of the zip line oh my god um, but it, it's a lot of fucking money and he it, that makes uh-huh. sense that that could change your life and it's like you got to make the choice do i want to risk ending what? my life to change my life <laughs> right, <laughs> sometimes exactly. that's I'm what like, it is do you want to be a vegetable for this paycheck like yeah but yeah. um it's changing a little bit how's how how is it common to have multiple community? stunt coordinators or is it always just like one really good one that kind of like runs the show? It depends um, because sometimes it's specialized. So there might be someone that's specifically there for the driving stuff, someone that's there for the right. fighting stuff. Okay, that um, makes sense. Like for like, Marvel, yeah. would yeah. You, would there be a lot of them because there's so many fucking superheroes? Yes, there's a bunch. You'll, you you yeah. got to see how many names are on that list. Um, the second oh, the unit credits. is overseen. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. We also have to give love to like the the cameramen that are stunt yep. people yeah. as well. You know, true, you got people like, like the director who also DP'd, I'm guessing, and yeah. like that yeah. guy's like like on top of a on top of a car while it's driving. Oh, an extraction, right. extraction. Yeah, yeah Sam and Sam Hargrave requested off. to operate on those ones, and yeah. he's yeah. that's fucking wild. You, that's and that's then, that is an outlier. That is a big exception. That's. Hard Did you guys see the? Fast. It's an old movie. It's called Stagecoach, where the yeah. where the stunt guys like literally hops from one horse to the to two mm-hmm. other horses, then releases himself underneath the horse and lets the carriage. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. That's fucking crazy. That. Like, what? Yeah, like, it's that insane. was not fake. How? Like, I don't understand. Or or the guy that uh in the new Mission Impossible movie, like the one that jumped out of the plane. I wonder how much yeah. that guy made because well, you yeah. know that dude's that dude's making it's interesting because you get into stunts and film in the weirdest ways because he's not a filmmaker per se he's just a dude that is really good knows how to skydive can judge his distance and got paid to put slap a fucking camera on his helmet you know shut up that's what it is he's a skydiver yeah and he's pulling and like he's fucking pulling he's he's literally an ac skydiver that pretty much he knew how he was pulling focus like by fucking hand meanwhile you had they had a dit iris racking and shit um remotely and stuff but um yeah it's 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 fucking wild you'll get specialized people though um for different roles like someone who's literally just in charge of car stunts animal stunts that kind of thing that's how um um uh our friend Teresa uh was working on a Channing Tatum movie uh, called Dog yeah and uh she got to know the uh animal coordinator on that set that's um, awesome who did stuff for Game of Thrones and is doing stuff for John Wick continuously that's awesome that's awesome that is really cool so what um what's like the coolest part about the job you would say for you seeing it the final product at least for me seeing the final product i don't have nowhere near the experience of aaron but 
the little I do, like the little things that I made, I'm like, when Aaron finish ed- when Aaron finishes editing them, I'm like, wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, adding um, the sound effects and everything. Just like, yeah, just like, or like like when I did Desolate and I just saw, because like I said, I put my trust in Aaron. So I was yeah. like, just do what you got to do, Aaron. I, I didn't even know what the fuck he was going to do, to be honest. I, I just trusted him with it. And then I, I saw the edit. I think I even gave him the footage before I even fucked with the footage. Yeah, yeah I and cut a version just to see yeah, it. He made a little version of it. And I was like, yo, dude, that's so cool. I and love we, it. We shot it in a way where it's like, it's like not, it's in your face. We didn't do any cuts. It was yeah. like a one take one and Aaron sold the hits. And, you know, that's, that, that's a, that's the beauty of it also is that you gotta, you gotta know how to sell a hit. So when you see the knife driving into Aaron, he's like yelping and taking the hits and <laughs> Oh, that's like not a lot of people right. can sell that stuff really yeah. good. So I have a lot of experience getting stabbed in the solar plexus and having it dragged up my ribs. On, I want to know how do you practice that? Like in the mirror? <laughs> uh, I I mean, it it, it tr- truthfully, 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 uh, in those moments where I'm being stabbed by a big actor friend of mine, um, yeah. I I legitimately I'll focus. I'm very technical in the sense there's some a- stunt actors who very much focus on performance, which is awesome i'm very technical i want to make sure that i don't hurt someone or i get hurt Mm -hmm. but in those moments where it's just an intimate moment where i'm getting stabbed i get yelled i i really just commit and i looked in kirk kirk's eyes i'm like my bro just stabbed me the The thing also the thing that and it's not me trying to just praise aaron but he's the closest friend that i have that kind of understands like stunts in general so the thing that's really cool especially with him is he knows how to make the actor look good like the couple of times that I've done stunt stuff for him is not necessarily me selling the stunt at like well like I try my best but it's Aaron propelling me to look better than I am so when I do like some weird flip it's not me doing the flip that sun it's me doing the flip and then Aaron flinging his body on his spine or like (laughs) like when he's when Kirk's fighting and he's kind of stiff but he's landing the hits and he's kind of broody yeah. Uh, Aaron lets himself like rag ragdolled on the wall and like he's making the other performer look good by his performance alone. Aaron, and I want to fight you. That not a lot <laughs> that's of, fine. I want to fight you. That not a lot of people can uh, <laughs> well, see that stuff. Where you, you see yeah. the fight, they'll be like, oh, both of them did a good job. And it's yeah, like, yeah. well, that's, technically the, the guy kind of made the other guy look better. Right, of so course. What I'm trying to say is he's really good at making the other person look better and mm-hmm. making himself look well as well when he's getting the <laughs> shit Priscilla, i would love to get killed by you and i'm sure jose would too and we'll make it happen to. at some point i will it would, say it we, would be an honor to kick your ass it would be amazing <laughs> um we keep we keep saying like jose is like and and, and thank you jose you're very kind uh, jose keeps saying like oh aaron understands action and like that kind of thing but yeah. it's kind of like what is what does that even mean though and truthfully the reason I think that I feel like I'm decent at some stuff and the reason why Jose is a really good collaborator and it also is great at that stuff is saying, oh, they understand action. Yeah. It means they understand filmmaking. Right. Um, and it's yeah. you understand editing, you understand yeah. pacing, you understand all these things. It's not just, oh, I get action. Right. Um, and like, it's not because like I did, ta- my advantage doing stunts and stuff is not doing Taekwondo. My advantage is I'm a filmmaker prime first and foremost and then i want to do stuff secondary yeah exactly and like jose like for example when jose and i talk if i tell jose i'm like this kick would be better if we had an exhale and exertion for a beat and then go into it 
Jose understands why I want that. Right. Um, right. Some other, if, if I'm working with certain actors or someone who doesn't understand, like from a post-production perspective, why I want that breathing room there, that beat, right. <laughs> then it, it doesn't, it, it's not going to connect to them. They're going to be like, oh, you just want me to breathe here? I'm like, I'm like, no, I want, I want a moment where we can switch up the right. pacing so we can appreciate what we just right. saw. And then, yeah. No, but, I'm glad um, you said that. Yeah. Cause that makes sense. Like, yeah. Like maybe I wouldn't even react, but like, oh, you want me to breathe here? Like, Exactly. Oh. If you want to see an amazing example of people making other people look good, who I don't think would normally look good on camera with any other sort of yeah. crew behind them. Yeah. Cobra Kai on Ooh. Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's yeah, no, children it's fighting really children. Well. Right. So it's a lot of child actors, anyone from the ages, I think from like, there's some really young kids on there. There's kids probably from the ages of, of uh, 15 all the way up to 20 somethings playing teenagers. Damn. They're having teens fight teens that look fucking amazing. And it looks perfect. It's not over the top to the point where it's like, this doesn't make sense for the characters. A, yeah, yeah, It works. You literally have one fight and they know they can scale things to the people that they're working with. And they have like little kids on there that obviously aren't going to do a fucking badass fucking move. So they, they, they'll be self-referential and make a joke that like, yeah, they're yeah. kids fighting. It isn't going to be that amazing, but they know how to do pacing and beats and stuff. And it just goes to show, cause like, you can have the most amazing uh, fucking actors on there who know yeah. how to do stunts well, yeah. but with the wrong crew and stuff that doesn't know how to make them really shine, it's going right. to look shitty, plain yeah. simple. Yeah, no, I 100% believe that. What are some like challenges? That's a really good question. Um, go for it, Jose. I feel like it's just like a director that doesn't let the coordinator do what they know, mm-hmm. what they know is best for the shot. Like, um you might have this vision but if it's not as easy to execute yeah and the coordinator's trying to kind of figure out an alternative way yeah it's not them trying to fuck up your shot it's them knowing better and trying Mm -hmm. to tell you that this way is how it would work better like knowing how to sell a shot yeah so if you have these two angles and in your head you're like oh that sounds cool and he goes no that's not gonna sell it's probably because he fucking knows it's not gonna sell yeah. Um, and that's the kind of stuff it's like it's you got to trust your coordinator and know what he's talking about because nine out of ten times he does know what more than you at uh in terms of right like, stunts in he's not saying it just to be a dick so, and like ruin your shots <laughs> exactly yeah so it's just kind of having that constant communication with them you know he's not yeah. just someone that you go oh figure it out it's kind of like hey let's work on this together let's collaborate and let's make this idea work yeah, I like that. What about you, Aaron? What are what are some like challenges that you would say you faced? Um, I guess one challenge it isn't necessarily like a challenge. It's like, oh, this one was really hard. It's a hurdle that you have to cross every time. It's just getting your actors comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Jose and I are really good friends. Um, yeah. like I consider him a brother, so we can do shit that I couldn't just do with a random actor. Right. right? Yeah. Um, like when yeah. I say, Jose, I want to kiss you in the middle of the scene. Don't ask me questions about it. Like, it's fine. Like, it's cool. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but, no, but um, you got to get your actors comfortable with you. Um, I do a lot of shit with Jose. I do a lot of shit with my roommate Jackson and like buddies yeah. of mine. But I've worked with actors before who I need to get to know them and like make them comfortable with me. Because right. also, if you look at, uh, for example, look at me versus Jose. I'm a tiny little Asian dude that looks like he's supposed to be in some little K-drama high school show. (laughs) And Jose looks like he could be an actual boxer. They're going to trust Jose (laughs) earlier than they trust me. So I have to prove to them I know what I'm talking about. So usually what I do is I start off, I teach them how to, literally what we were talking about earlier, I teach people how to fall. That's the first thing we do is just, I show them, all right, cool. We're going to practice falling backwards. We're going to practice falling forwards. 
and we're going to practice throwing a couple punches and we're just going to get loose. We're just going to keep rehearsing it. I have a buddy, Chris Wong, who's in one of my, uh, who's in my, one of my NIFA films. And then yeah. we've done a bunch of action since then. Yeah. That's one of the first, even though I knew him and we were buddies, the first thing we did when we got on set is like, all right, we're doing falls for like half an hour to an hour. And we did that. We got tired. We got sweaty. We got gross. We got, yeah. in, I say intimate, not to be weird. I mean, in a way, like we were sweaty and gross together. We weren't thinking about like, God, I got it. I'm an actor on a set or I'm a director right. on a set trying like to prove you're myself. Way to these you're yeah. way past that. You're way past that. When you yeah. are grappling with someone and you are like hooked under someone's armpit and like yeah. yanking them over you, but you have to hold for a take while the director fixes something and their sweat is dripping on you, your friends. <laughs> It, it like it's just it's just it has your friends to be. you have to be or, or else it's so weird you're like um, after, you're like we're friends now I don't yeah. care what you I say. guess also on these smaller crews though it's kind of tough because you'll have some people who don't necessarily know action as well right. so you're trying to get everyone on the same page of what you're yeah. trying to do make right. sure everyone's being safe I've done a lot of shorts where I have crews that are just my friends from back home and a lot of them have picked up a lot of shit and they they can guess what I want to do before I do it because they've kind of figured out the rhythm of how I like to do action my girlfriend has shot stuff for me I, I've handed her off with a gimbal and let her run and do full sequences and she kills it every time she knows exactly Amazing. what I want I love that um like it's you know you have a great relationship with your stunt person when you do the you know I want the yeah that you know yeah that. I was thinking the same thing yeah. but one more <laughs> yeah when you don't even have That's to use literally words what I did with hearing yeah yeah when you have like telepathy you're like Mm-hmm. yeah i love it yeah but, i've done that with aaron too where i'm like i'm trying to do this and stuff and it works <laughs> out and he's like yeah i got what you mean and then he just goes and it's like we didn't even really complete a sentence but you get it <laughs> oh you finish each other's sandwiches i love it <laughs> um what advice would you give someone who's i guess trying to start out to be a stunt coordinator specialize okay choose a thing at least for now a lot of people try to do uh, like five things at once and like do every, like, I'm like, oh, I'm a big stumper. So I got to learn how to, how to fight. And I got to learn how to do weapons. I got to do this. Choose like yeah. two things. Right. Um, Specialize, focus, let those two things be your calling card. Mm-hmm. For me, my thing is like, I, I can do fights and yeah. I, I know a lot about more than I'm even comfortable with about guns. And I know how to do like gunplay and stuff and like how to do that shit. Yeah. Um, so those are my things. If for firefights and hand to hand, those are things I'm comfortable with. Meanwhile, someone else, do you know how many have you ever seen a teen movie like or a college movie that didn't have a kid skateboard to class in the true, background? That's a true. stunt person. Every time that's a sag after stunt person. Oh, Find your that. thing, do your thing. You know? I like that. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. The skateboarder in high school. That's mm-hmm. a stunt. Wow. That's a stunt coordinator. Yeah, my biggest tip, and this is for someone like 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 uh, that has done some stuff, mm-hmm. but just understanding the concepts. Yeah. Like for example, if you have a stunt coordinator and you're trying to kind of give out their ideas, for example, if Aaron was my stunt coordinator and I'm trying to collaborate with him, yeah, let me understand his world. And I think the best yeah. way to understand his world and what he's trying to achieve is just by watching movies watch the classics i just mentioned john woo watch yeah. all john woo's movies watch all the jackie chans watch all the john wicks watch literally watch the films that has have changed cinema the matrix yeah. you know yeah all watch these the bad ones movies. too watch yeah the watch the bad ones, ones to know ones. not what not to do you know it yeah. might be a little bit of a heartache but it's for sure going to be something that you that will for sure teach you the core concepts of what looks good on screen and then by then 
when you watch enough of those movies and I'll tell you this, it's never going to be enough, but when you kind of <laughs> start understanding it, yeah, then you start shooting your film, you're going to have this dialogue with your stunt coordinator that your stunt coordinator, that's going to be very, very comfortable because you're going to know exactly what you want. You're right. going to know what the feeling. I'll tell you right now, no one likes a million cuts, especially in a fight scene. Mm-hmm. We love something that's clear and concise, something mm-hmm. that you can make out when you're watching it. You know, when you throw a kick, I want to know how that kick was thrown. At, at least for me, you know, when I watch like a, a like a for example, a, a boxing movie, I care about like the technique and how 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 much I, I want to believe that this person's a boxer, you know? Right. I don't right. want the camera just jammed in the boxer's armpit and you just see like two guys Making it, like, cheating hug, it, yeah. Trying, yeah. Trying to hug each other, you know? Yeah. And and the first step to to understand that is just by watching movies in general and um like aaron said just watching really bad movies and you can search that up just with a quick google search and then watching the classics and from there you'll you'll find your own style and you'll understand how to execute it i think that's great advice i, I honestly do like you learn from just watching learn from other people's mistakes and yeah i think that's great feedback and i'm glad that we were able to like dig into it and really dissect how to create a stunt and a stunt scene um, if you guys want to throw out your handle so people can follow you guys. I'm just not Aaron Field on everything, I think. <laughs> I'm just not Aaron Field, even though yeah. you're so Aaron Field. <laughs> also check out his uh, YouTube stuff. He has oh yeah, throw out your YouTube. Yeah, he has a lot of breakdowns. That one is Aaron Field, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Aaron Field on YouTube and yeah. it's not Aaron Field on Instagram. If you go to AaronFieldFilm.com, I think all my stunt shit's on there. As well. amazing yeah. okay and jose um, you can check me out on youtube as well i have uh some little shorts there that aaron has helped me work on and i have some other stuff planned for the future you can search up laserbot on youtube yeah you can look up my social media mainly instagram i'm mainly on instagram look up a uh, laserbot underscore um and i'm just going to be updating some cool stuff also check out uh another instagram account that i post animations that i make about filmmaking in general mm-hmm. um call it the instagram handle is at my filmocracy mm-hmm. um i usually try to post one animation a week um and i also take ideas so if you guys have any ideas DM ideas that, yeah if you have any ideas for animation like oh i hate it, it when someone does this in a film set um you know i'd gladly ch- take a look and if it fits and makes me laugh I'm you should make one about um annoying homeowners <laughs> yes <laughs> like just lurking lurking at the location just like with their iphone like that, guys. that's a good idea now I, you have me thinking but other than that uh yeah i think that's it for me actually. that's yeah. perfect yeah and check out their um their action you know see their fight videos on instagram and youtube as well you post it on sure. instagram right your personal yeah we post most of our action stuff on on instagram yeah. just the stuff we're messing around on a lot of if i think i in my current reel there's a lot of jose and i stuff throughout there but also keep an eye out for jose's shorts coming up he's he's got yes. uh, desolate um mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome a guard his boxing film was recently in the urban action showcase um and we gotta we gotta hey. check that out that was super fucking sick um but yeah yes please check all check of that out. out and just wait for my fight scene because um that shit's and keep an eye out for the, pers- keep for a, the yeah. badass priscilla fight that we're doing keep an eye out for when i literally i'm gonna i want to like how cool would it be if we like literally plan one hour i could just like kick both of you guys' asses that would be so down oh we, we, we that's like my dream i want to make it. that happen okay we got to make that happen keep an eye out for that you that know, would be 
That would be on my YouTube. Just so you know, <laughs> Vivian and Tori also both really want to do an action sequence. <gasps> can and you coordinate? They, can you coordinate? Everyone can fight be them? in one. Yeah. Everyone could be in one and we could have a real great time. Okay, that. That's I think it would gonna... be kind of cool to have since they're all so small. Yeah. Just to have like the big Jose and being like, oh, I'm here to whip your asses. I love having like, Jose to beat up because he, if, he has a very punchable face. What if we dressed up as like the Powerpuff Girls or like something Beautiful. super, super like innocent, like, oh, they can't fight. And also I'm like, bam, bam, bam. Yes. <laughs> Killing that would be super dope. Okay, yeah, we're going to plan for that. That's going to happen. Uh, make sure to subscribe and rate the episode and give us a follow at the R-Rated Podcast.